Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bishop Mortimer's Day Off, where y'all know the routine. Every day of the day off when you're dealing with a bitch like me. So, y'all, today we are going to talk about a topic that the audience voted on, and that is adult friendships. Anytime you get past 18, to be honest, or out of high school, should I preface? Adult friendships are hard. There ain't nothing easy about adult friendships. Adult friendships are complicated. And they're complicated for everybody because within adult friendships, when they're good, they're good. But let's be real, honey, when they're bad, they are horrible. So I decided within this topic, we're going to be discussing three main questions I have within this topic. Why does adult friendships feel different and harder? And you know what? I think it's two main things. It's effort and it's growth, you know? Our environment switches so drastically. We go from high school, which is in a controlled environment where it's easier to cultivate, you know, friends and work on shit because shit, we got to see each other every day. Once you get out of high school, whether you go to college or not, once you get into the real world, we are thrust into an environment where we aren't forced to see each other every day. And now we have to make effort. And effort is the biggest key I want everybody to take away. We have to uphold each other's relationship or it's going to fall to the side. So friendships without effort ain't shit. But also we have to still balance our own romance, our work. Let us also not forget if you work, most of the time you spend nine hours a day at a job. You're so drained by the time you get off. Socializing sometimes for some of us, depending on your field of work, is the last thing you want to do. But also, let's not forget, beyond work, there is also the categories within our lives of our family and our personal time. Because, honey, if you don't have personal time for just you, you can't be a friend to anybody if you can't be a friend to yourself. Oh, I feel like that was a message. Y'all, here I go. Here I go this early. I will admit, though, I'm definitely going to play the devil's advocate in this episode because... I'm going to give you guys the good and bad. Friendships tend to get better when you put them in the category they actually belong in. And that is friendships are relationships. They're just not romantic. Y'all just ain't fucking unless that's y'all thing. And I don't judge. What you invest in your friendship is what you'll get out of it. And I mean both of y'all invested, not just one more than the other. I feel like aspects of today's culture and social media's landscape has made having friends both easier and harder. And you're probably like, well, bitch, what do you mean? It's either one or the other. Let me explain, y'all. Social media has made us both social and antisocial at the same damn time. It has handicapped a lot of us where making friends in person feels uncomfortable. It's anxiety inducing. It's awkward. You know, it's like a mixture of social anxiety and a lack of social skills all at the same time. Yet we're on social media. It's crazy. A lot of times social media does not carry over well into real life. And I understand why uh, some don't go out of their way to try to befriend people and make friendships. Because let's be real, people can be shady as fuck sometimes. People these days don't want to be embarrassed or vulnerable because, you know, to be vulnerable, that takes a big step outside of your comfort zone. So the fact that, okay, I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and try to meet new people, and then no matter what you're doing, when you put yourself out there, vulnerability will always come because it's an act of strength. Anytime you step outside of your comfort zone, that's an act of courage. So when people are trying to befriend people and talk to people and people aren't receptive of that, not only embarrassment comes and nobody likes to be embarrassed, that rejection hurts even more. And that's what gives people trust issues. And then let's also talk about sometimes 
people just trying to be, people try too hard to be fucking funny. And I don't mean funny as in like, tell me your joke or we're gunning on each other. I mean like, you'll go up, start talking to somebody and they'll act like they're engaged in a conversation, but they're giving their friends like side eye, like, why is this person talking to me? Like trying to be like funny acting like that, like very unauthentic. And that's what I hate. You'll ruin a lot of good potential relationships, friendships, all types of kinships with uh, judging books by its cover or just trying to make somebody the joke of a scenario where they're just trying to have a healthy conversation. You know, it's like you can be real with people, but you don't have to be mean. Let's just, you know, be mindful. So I feel like that answered a good portion of like, why does friendships feel different and harder? But I also feel like that can answer some of like friendship red flags at the same damn time. I feel like adult friendship red flags are very obvious because now we're not playing that high school, middle school game where it's like, this person doesn't like me. We're not going to sit at the same lunch table. Ooh, those days was something else. But I want you to remember when you're thinking about adult friendship red flags, like I said earlier, and I will iterate this again and again and again, friendships and romantic relationships are the same minus the fucking. I guarantee you a lot of the things we allow in friendships, we would never allow from a significant other or our partner. We would never allow them to do a lot of the stuff that we let slide in friendships. We just wouldn't, you know? So that's why I tell people, hold a person accountable. And if they don't know accountability, you know, it's all right to distance yourself for a time because sometimes people have to get to new levels by themselves. Sometimes our seasons aren't going to match. Sometimes I can see right now, oh girl, you're in your winter season. You know, in winter, everything dies out. Shit gets cold. This is a season where you got to hibernate with yourself and learn from self, learn from within, know thyself. I'm in spring right now in my current season, personally. And spring is when everything's coming back to life. It's blossoming. Yeah, it's maybe a little bit of rain, but guess where rain makes things grow? I'm in my spring season. Stuff is blossoming in my life. Things are dying out that no longer serves you in your life. So you know what? I'm in my season right now. You're in your season right now. But guess what? Eventually, we'll circle back around. But we'll circle back around if we mean something to each other. And if it's meant to be. Because if it's meant to be, it'll always be. Just because it's a pause doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Just because something in your life stops doesn't mean it's finished. Oh, I feel like that. I'm just being like a minister, minister Mortimer anyway. So, yeah, I just want y'all to remember, you know, friendships and romantic relationships are one in the same minus the fucking don't allow friendships to do things that you wouldn't allow a romantic partner to do. And also adult friendship red flag. Don't do the three strikes you're out when it comes to friends that aren't happy for you. Friends should be happy for you no matter what you're doing, even if they don't understand it. You don't got to understand what I'm doing, but if you see something that's healthy and it's bringing me joy, true friends will care. I, I don't need to understand to be happy for somebody. If one of my friends is into like Legos and stuff like that, I ain't been in the Lego since I was probably 11 or 12. But guess what? If I see it brings you happiness and it's a healthy happiness. Now, I'm not going to be clapping for you if you're doing some fuck shit and it's giving you temporary joy, but long term misery. Now, I'm not going to do that. If it's some sound mind and body happiness that I see is bringing you pure, authentic joy, I'm going to be happy for you even if I don't fucking understand. I don't need to understand to be happy for you. Friends that aren't happy for you, a red flag. Stay far away from them. If you feel like you have friends that aren't happy for you, distance yourself. If they notice your distance, 
you know, and they start to inquire about it, then you can uh, have an adult conversation and get into it. However, if you distance yourself from friends that you feel like uh, when you tell them something good that's happening for you, they're not happy, and then you distance yourself, and they don't reach out again, they don't notice, keep it that way. Also, let's get into the adult friendships red flags within us. Stop looking always at what they did to you, which may be fucked up. And I know some of y'all are like, but what if they did some fuck shit? Okay, but here's why I'm telling you. Stop looking at what they did to you. You know why? Let's do some self-reflection. What part of me do I project that would give them the notion that they could do that fuck shit to me? Now, that's a question to look within. I'm not disregarding that they probably did do you bogus and you didn't deserve that shit. Don't get it twisted. Don't twist my words. What I'm saying is, deep down within, and this ain't for an outside source. This is for you to look within. What part of me where they think that I was a bitch to fuck with? What part of my guard did I let down where I, they thought they could do that fuck shit with me? Now, some bitches are just stupid. Some bitches and niggas are just stupid. They'll try with anybody. But when you have true friendships and they try some fuck shit with you, you have to ask yourself, what part of me, honey, what part of me do I project that would give them the notion that whatever they did was okay? And then that's when you look within and you have to search for that part of you that allowed that. And then, you know, you start to fix within, you know? And see, the thing is, once you start to do that and you do the self-reflection when some fuck shit happens to you in a friendship, that ties into how are you a friend to yourself? I can tell you from experience, I'm a shitty friend to myself sometimes. That's why I find myself occasionally in shitty predicaments. I'm a less shitty friend than I was yesterday or a year or five years ago. But when you're not a good friend to yourself, a lot of times people can sense that and read that and they won't be a good friend to you. You know, self-introspection is such a key thing. I always tell people, become friends with you before you try to become friends with anybody else. And I know some people have like childhood friendships. It's like, oh, it was too late. You know, I was learning myself with them. Well, here's the thing. With your adult friendships going forward, befriend yourself before you befriend somebody else. Because you know that old quote would be like, you know, if you don't heal from what cuts you, you'll bleed on those who didn't hurt you. It's so true. You got to learn how to be a friend to yourself. What is your friendship love language? And give that to yourself. If words of affirmation are your friendship love language, you love when friend, your friends compliment you and you compliment them. Well, okay. Compliment yourself in the morning. You love gifts? Okay. Buy yourself some flowers at least once a month because that shit can get expensive. You like quality time? Meditate with yourself. Try to silence your mind. You won't do it the first 10, 10 or so times. However, you'll get better at it. If you don't practice, you'll never get better at shit. Practice your friendship that you want on you. That's the best person you can practice your friendships on. Hey, you guys. Now, I know y'all didn't heard that beat. So this is going to be the segment of the podcast where we talk about black folklore. And that can encompass magic, hoodoo, voodoo, the supernatural, anything that's just black folklore. So today I decided we're going to start with doing My Man Moses. Because if a lot of y'all follow me on TikTok, Instagram, wherever, um, y'all know. In my hoodoo craft, Moses is like my patron saint. Moses is regarded in a lot of black spirituality as one of like the first finest conjurers. So I want to read this segment from a book from Zora Neale Hurston, Mules and Men. Oh, she is iconic. If y'all want to learn about black spirituality and folklore, I, I highly suggest Zora Neale Hurston and Toni Morrison. But I don't want to make this segment too long. So let's get into it. We're going to talk about my man Moses. And then we'll get back to the topic at hand, adult friendships. 
The way we tell it, hoodoo was started way back there before everything. Six days of magic spells and mighty words, and the world with the elements above and below was made. And now God leaned back, having the seventh day to rest. Man wasn't made until half past five on the sixth day, so he can't know anything that was done. Kingdoms crushed and crumbled while man was gazing up in the sky and down into the hollows of the earth trying to catch God working with his hands so man could find out his secrets and learn how to accomplish and do so much themselves. But no man yet has seen God's hand or anything. All they could know was that God made everything pass and perish except stones. God made stones for memory. He builds a mountain himself and he wanted them things not to forget. Then his voice is heard, a rumbling and judgment appeared. Moses was the first man who ever learned God's power compelling words and it took him 40 years to learn 10 words. So he made 10 plagues and 10 commandments, but God gave him a rod for a present and showed him the back part of his glory. Then too, Moses could walk out of the sight of man but Moses never would have showed up before the burning bush if he had not married Jethro's daughter. Jethro was a great hoodoo man. Jethro could tell Moses could carry power as soon as he saw him. In fact, he felt him coming. Therefore, he took Moses and crowned him and taught him his craft. Moses passed on beyond Jethro. With his rod, he lifted it up and he tore a nation out of the Pharaoh's side and Pharaoh couldn't help himself. Moses talked with a snake that lived in a hole right under God's threshold. Moses had fire in his head and a cloud in his mouth. The snake had told him God's making words, the words of doing and the words of obedience. Many a man think he is making something when he's only changing things around him. But God let Moses make. And then Moses had so much power, he made an eight-winged angel split open a mountain and bury him in it and shut the hole behind him. And ever since the days of Moses, kings have been toting around rods to show a sign of power. But we all know no king has ever had the power of even one of Moses' ten words. Okay, now... The last section of this, I just want to give y'all two ways to make friends because these are ways I've made friends. Start doing stuff you love. If you like painting, find a free painting class or find a community painting class. You know, start looking around your community or, you know, wherever you are, wherever you choose to be. Look for, you know, night classes and stuff like that. Little things that pique your interest or, you know, something you want to learn. But I do like yoga. Well, girl, take your ass to a yoga class and be friends with all them flexible bitches. You know what I'm saying? If you want to go to a book club, start going to your public library. We forget those and just go to bookstores. Let's go to a public library and start talking to people who are in the same section of books you like. Start being in environments that you blossom in. That's the best way to make friends because people notice when they see somebody blossoming in their environment. Choose your environment that brings you joy. Because when you're in an environment that brings you joy with something that you're passionate in, you'll find like-minded individuals. That's a good starting off point for the friendship. Because if y'all have this one thing in common, that's better than nothing. You know, if you like doing hair, you know, go to like a hair show if they have them around you. If you like writing technology, go to a tech convention, go to a writing workshop, find like-minded people. So the friendships aren't that hard and you're not pulling teeth to have a conversation because the worst type of friendship is when y'all can't be quiet together. When you're, you're able to be quiet around a friend, that means you're comfortable. True friendship is comfortable. 
So now we're going to do a section of the episode where I like to do the card of the episode. And I have these cord cutting cards, which a lot of you guys have seen if you follow me on TikTok. The cord cutting cards just give you um little prompts to work on um, for your own, you know, shadow work or your spiritual well-being. So we're going to pull some cards and we're going to get to it. This is going to be the card of the episode. So if you're listening to this point, this is what the homework I want y'all to work on. It's just a prompt and I want you to um, personally speak out loud, um, voice it, write it down, journal it, um, how this applies to you. So the card I'm pulling today from the cord cutting deck from the company Pretty Spirits is Honoring Small Improvements. Oh, that's a good card. That is a good card. You know why that's a good card? Because Start celebrating the small wins is pretty much what that means. That's what I get from that. When it says honor small improvement, start celebrating the small wins. But nobody celebrates, hey, I stood up for myself today. I was nervous when I was trying to stand up for myself, but I said what I was on my heart. That's a win. I made my bed this morning. I haven't made my bed all week. That's a win. I'm depressed, but I got out of bed, even if it's to walk to my refrigerator. That's a win. I brought myself flowers today. That's a win. I said hi to a stranger. And normally I have social anxiety and I don't want to speak to nobody. I want to get in and get out. That's a win. Start celebrating the small shit because all those little accomplishments eventually add up into big shit. Honor the shit that you wasn't able to do yesterday that you did today. So that's, you know, the card of the episode. In conclusion of today's episode of Adult Friendships, if you don't take shit away from this episode, because many won't, just remember this little thing. Adult friendships are difficult for everyone in different ways. Life happens so fast. I've learned the hard way, which I'm not always happy about. You gotta text people when you're thinking about them. When they cross your mind, even if you be like, oh, well, this motherfucker didn't text me. Uh, it's been six months since I heard for them. If they come across your mind in a sincere way, I'm just not talking about when somebody randomly pops in your head, but when you sincerely are thinking about somebody and they just pop in your mind, they stay there. Send them a text and just be like, was just thinking about you. Have a good week ahead of you or hope all is well, period, and send. Your heart will never be punished for doing something good, especially when you do it with good intention. So, you know, adult friendships are hard. Moral of the story. And you got this because everybody deserves friendships. I know everybody wants a small circle and all that stuff. But guess what? We all need somebody outside of family. Lastly, be the friend that you need first before you go looking for friends out in everybody else. So since we're at the ending part of the episode, as you guys know, in most episodes, not everyone, I do a keyword of the day that you guys can DM me to let me know that you made it to a certain part of the podcast where I can thank you guys for just listening because I don't take any of this lightly. I truly appreciate anybody who listens to my opinions. So since today's episode theme was about friendship and adult friendships, instead of a keyword of the day, I'm going to give y'all a quote of the day to DM me on Instagram to let me know Know that y'all made it. The quote of the day is a quote that my grandma, my old school psychic grandma, used to always tell me about friendships. And it sticks with me to this day. God rest her soul. The quote that I want you guys to DM me to let me know that y'all made it to this point of the episode is, <clears throat> tell me who you run with and I will tell you what you are. So a lot of y'all who get it will get what that quote means. Tell me who you run with and I'll tell you what you are. 
So yeah, I want to thank you guys. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, rate this podcast four or five stars or whatever you deem worthy on whatever platform you're listening to Bishop Mortimer's Day Off. I thank you guys for giving me topics because I know I'm long-winded and I just ramble on and on sometimes. However, I truly appreciate you guys. You guys have a good time, good day, good night whenever you listen to this. And remember, get out there and make some motherfucking friendships. I will see you guys next time because as y'all know, every day is a day off when you're dealing with a bitch like me. Bye, guys.